0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the So Far So Good podcast How is everyone? Uh, Back holiday weekend, hence this one's a bit late Uh, The sun's been booming, but we're back with uh, another episode for you guys Today we're doing a part two of the tackling some of the big questions Uh, The first one turned out to be quite good, Uh, well, so I've been told anyway um, yeah, if you've listened to the first one, it was very much an impromptu podcast uh, due to a guest cancellation. Uh, so then I drafted in two of my mates to discuss some of the questions that we've been discussing on the Instagram. And if you are listening to this and if you're not following the Instagram account at so far so good Pod, please do so and get involved with some of the extras on there. Right, that's me begging for more podcast traction over. Let's introduce my two guests this week who will be helping me discuss some of the uh, some of the questions. They've both been on before, so no massive introductions are needed. Josh, KP, how are you both? All
1: good, brother. All good. What are you saying? So, yeah, late, night, late night session.
0: Yeah, trust. you me. know what it
1: is this this is uh, so far so good after dark innit In <laughs> alright after dark <laughs> behind
2: the scenes bro whatever happens here who knows mate
0: KP you are you sipping or what I can spot a little uh, glass or something there
2: mate the a sky blue what's wrong awesome with this guy bro alright right, you know don't want to mad to alright let me show let me back
0: one sec do it sounds so much better now Josh um, KP's um, it sounded audio. like he was
1: talking through a fucking Sony Ericsson or something bro.
0: <laughs> trust me bro
2: what's, what's that
0: more? what the hell is that
2: Bro, Chinese Kit Kat, bro.
0: Bro. Brother, what is p- that?
2: No, 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 this is a little Kit Kat. I'll show you, yeah, bro. I didn't even eat chocolate like that, but this is so pain, I'll show you. That's just a mini Kit Kat. Bro. bro, that's what they call Wait, cutting.
0: Where did
2: you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> man said, f*** How are you going to kill yourself, man? i
2: breathe this bro. It's so. Basically, they open up a little... Um, a little super. Bro, I don't thing, right? care about the semantics, man. Put it in your mouth and shut up. I bet you love that, it, you <laughs> sick <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what do you got to think of the pod so far? I mean, we're... It's episode nine, I think?
2: Yeah, it's been good. I like the... Um, my favourite so far was, firstly, it must be Love episode, because that was world-class. And then secondly, it's probably the undercover guy. That
0: was pretty to you. I hear that. Do you know what is? I've got you two back on, and people are going to think that I've only got two mates. Because, Josh, this is... Don't um, know you was obviously streets, on the first streets one streets need me though streets want you
1: can't even deny that tell you know Josh? jump on jump on do
0: you know what it is you are. You have become a bit of a a bit of a fan favourite if
1: a team is always scoring goals why are you complaining why are you always complaining bro that's the, that's the aim of the I game I hear that He's this guy
0: bro. <laughs> yeah, but thanks for joining me today boys because I know the last couple of pods have been very um guest focused and um it's been about a specific theme or whatnot. Um just thought you know I would change it up this week and um put something different out there or you know go back to a different sort of uh
1: You got to keep you got to keep the people on their toes, isn't it? you not you got to appeal to all the audiences, you know what I mean?
0: Mm. Don't know, I feel like the questions that I've chosen out I'm just looking for them now mate, like um they're a bit more serious, a bit more a bit more contentious. I mean, I don't know. I just feel a bit more gritty, these ones, if I'm being honest. God, god, go it. Go Play the so, intro music. So if this is the first time that you're listening to us tackle some of the big questions, just to bring you up to speed, we're just going to discuss some of the questions that we've been asking on, uh, on the So Far So Good Instagram. Uh, and yeah, you boys have no idea which ones I've chosen to address today. So yeah, I'm going to put the question to you. I'll let you know what the poll results were. And then we'll just have a general discussion just to hear your thoughts on the motion. Sound the right to you? do stuff or a bullet. (laughs) Freestyle it. Off the dope. Go for it. Yeah? Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. First one then. First one, we're going straight into the deep end here, yeah? First one is, is pornography harmful? And the results of the poll for this one were, it was pretty overwhelming to be fair. 71% of people said that yes, pornography is harmful. And 29% of people said, no, it's not harmful. Thoughts, boys?
1: The majority I
2: think, speaks, isn't it? Yeah, no, right. I think I think it can only be harmful if you haven't got uh, good people around you, basic understanding. Like I think the key example is like say if that's all you see and you don't have like people telling you, oh this is or you just know what to do, do you smell me? Why are you laughing? Are you this coming, uh, why are you coming? Why you coming <laughs> you're on? are coming on like before?
0: a you're coming on like a proper philosophical. But cl- like, I mean? uh, no, like, basically, like,
2: what I'm trying to say is like, if some people you don't have good friends or whatever it is around them, they'll watch that thing. That's real life. But
0: accessibility is such a big thing as well because when you go on these porn sites, you're on porn up right now um it goes uh it asks you the question are you 18 or your age or whatever and you press enter let's be real when when you're 14 13 14 people are still going to these websites and pressing enter yeah, so why people say it's harmful is that say you're 13 14 you know, your people people are learning um sex and everything from uh from watching porn do you know what i'm saying yeah exactly like yeah the
2: definitely. fundamental problem with porn is that it sets like a false reality and if you don't know any better you could be fooled into thinking that's what it really is and that's when it can cause problems for people that's what i mean you have to have good people around you have a sense of understanding that all right this isn't real life that's just porn you can separate it i think that's the that's a key point
0: but so the people around you at that age your age mates your peers who are in the exact same boat as you who don't really know any better either when you first get exposed to porn and everything associated with it it can it can mold your way of thinking
1: you, Pardon you Josh. man are, you man are making more of this than it is. A simple fact of the matter is, everyone knows porn is detrimental. But obviously, in a moment when you're young, you don't realize it until after you're in real life and you're like, wait, hang on a minute, this girl's legs aren't going for f- fifty-five meters in the air like like it is in porn. Surely, then you realize, okay,
0: cool. Don't you, don't that's you have see. to have sex to know that, Josh?
1: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Hopefully, one day I can, I can <sharp inhale> and find out in it. But- <laughs> That's what I'm. That's what I'm aiming on. Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, there's. You're always gonna get people that are lost in it. That like, people that are so they can't detach themselves from the reality and porn actually being fake. But it is what it is. I think. Right, you well, I'll i I'll, I'll,
2: I'll spin it on you then, Joshua. Say if uh, it's your first time doing. You're you're about to leave Virginia. You never had sex before. Your first sexual encounter whatsoever. No one. None of us boys have had a sex ever. Only thing you've ever watched is porn. That's all you know. That's sometimes. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, sex there at school is a shambles. We all know that it's ridiculous. No one learns from that. When it comes to it, all you have to base it off is porn, no?
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. If that's the only thing you've been exposed to. Like, some people basing everything off porn, off the first time. So That that, that was my
2: whole point. If you don't have people around you you can speak to or whatever it is, then that's your only source, and that's what you'll go into the bedroom thinking to do, because that's, do you know what I
1: mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not disagreeing with that at all. I agree with you you 100%.
0: I'd also say people deem porn to be harmful because of the things associated around it i mean you look at the some of the titles of of the videos it'll be like um teen teen whatever gets destroyed like do you know what i mean it's uh you get some i obviously,
1: obviously <laughs> <laughs> josh you're a different tab right now probably. <laughs> bro incognito browser come on
0: but what i'm trying to say is that you're immediately building a narrative where women are treated like objects and are degraded a 15 year old watching that who you know we've already established hasn't been exposed to anything else you create a sort of culture where you're like um, it's a normalizing laughing, it? you're but yeah but you're normalizing that kind of um that kind of language and that kind of treatment do you know
2: what i mean And it, so, some some of it is like so major. like they're like there's a, there's like categories right and the one category is teen why is it a teen category? Like, it makes me think, like, what guy is watching porn and saying, Yeah, I want to watch, like, a. What, well, how would you have to be to do porn? 18, 19, legally, right? It's like, why are people watching? It's, it's just a bit sus, man. I can't lie to you. And the fact that that's even an option, it might even cause some people to watch it. Do you know what I mean? Because, oh, I wonder what this is about. And then, do you know what I mean? That, right. That's when it, these categories and stuff can probably fuel some sort of like way about thinking about things, some fetishes and XYZ. I think that's probably how these things probably get developed in all honesty. Because yeah. wow, there's some madness on the homepage sometimes I seem like what what sicko's are watching this man? I can't be- and brother's got views. People are watching mm-hmm. this. And I'm just like stay calm Josh, you've got you got to some repeat bro, stay
0: calm. Um, <laughs> yeah d- you know i I'm it's saying nuts. I was speaking to one of my friends about this as well. Like there's so much mad kind of stuff on you know um out there, sorry. Like Porn up had to do a massive, uh, a massive cleanse or a massive. They had to delete a load of videos where there were underage girls on there. Um, revenge porn stuff that you know, like we've mentioned, is so degrading to women. That is so harmful. And of course, we can agree that that's bad. But you know, just be, just to be devil's advocate, then on the on the other side of the coin, um, there is porn out there that doesn't necessarily encapsulate all that nasty stuff that we've discussed, and. You've also got to say, like, the 29% of people that have said no to this, and obviously I'm not saying that uh, my Instagram polls are in any way some sort of mad research or empirical evidence, but you've also got to say the 29% of people that do say no, pornography isn't harmful. There is definitely a segment of society out there that can just watch porn and, like, enjoy it for what it is, with separating, mean, like... Limit.
2: Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's what I said initially. Like, If you're, if you're, if you're fundamentally able to watch it, like I'll speak for myself here, I can watch it and be like, "All right, cool. This is what porn. This is the way it is. This is the way it's oh, set up." Yeah, all right, stay calm. If I was to watch it, uh, <laughs> I, 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 can, I can look at it. I can look at it and be like, "All right, cool. This is clearly not real life. This is clearly not how it works. They're clearly glamorizing it, doing X, Y, Z to for whatever reason for theatrical purposes." And I can detach. and I know it's not real life. I know what is real life, and I know this definitely isn't. Um, I'm able to do that. But like I said, that's because. I've had my experiences. I've spoken to people X, Y, Z. But people who haven't had, done that
0: experiences, uh,
2: Hello? Uh, imagination. You smell me. It's crazy. Imagination <laughs> are, you, are you on no, the? No, but do you, do you get what I'm trying to say. It's only detrimental when you when you can't when you think that's reality. When you think that's the standard and you think that's the bar. That's when it can become harmful. Yeah. If you can sure. look at it and the, be like, "All right, cool, is what it is." Like, it's just but what
1: the argument is, is, is that porn is normalizing sex in that way. Is that the question? It's no 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 but this is this like an add on oh. to it is that porn is normalizing sex to such an extent where what you see in porn it's like they're trying to make it synony- synonymous so porn is sex in real life like that's exactly how sex
0: is plus a lot of the a lot of the porn a lot of the sex you see in these porn videos are mad like proper like not how it is in real life i think that's what the main issue is about why it's harmful is that you're watching a lot of these videos and you're seeing these women being absolutely like, abused by these by these guys actually
2: you know what? i think that's probably like the crux of the question is like because porn is so mad yeah like say porn is at level 100 of like madness like the crazy mm-hmm. stuff on there and when you see that you can become desensitized to uh, something which is like 50 percent mad and fifty percent mad is still fifty percent too much, and you'll go wrong. But some guys, be like, oh, this is nothing, man. This is crazy stuff because oh, their exactly. bar, their standard it's is so it, so nuts. Yeah, that's that's essentially what it is. I don't think it's, I don't think it's. Bro, what sex. I just I said, you're just trying to dress it up, man. Nah. well, you said, Josh, you said normalizes sex. I'm like, bro, sex is sex, bro. But you, you, I think no, it normalizes I, no. mental like crazy shit. Is what I'm trying to say.
1: I said, my, I said that porn was, porn was normalizing porn as being sex. Sex in real life is different to what porn is, but porn is trying to normalise that type of acting as what sex should be and is.
0: Just picking up on that, can this principle also be applied to other forms of entertainment? Because just like music, art, film, whatever, pornography is just another form of entertainment. You know, it's something that people derive pleasure from. But you've got films and you've got music that showcase things such as violence, um, abuse, you know, things that we know are bad, um, promoting or championing, so like video games, drug dealing and stuff. And you've got, people exactly. GTA, like, it's just- exactly. So like why, if porn is just a form of entertainment, like any other form of entertainment, where in all these other avenues of entertainment, there are mad stuff that's been depicted in them. Why are people saying, all right, porn, we need to clamp down on that. And we're not saying the same sort of thing at the same sort of ferocity as we are with porn. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. The I answer you can't, bro. It's, like you said, it's another form of entertainment. You can't start regulating the movie industry and regulating video games and making everything mad PG. And There isn't. The bro. movie
0: like, industry is regulated. Sorry, KB, but just going off on Josh, the movie industry isn't regulated. Think about all the mad stuff that Harvey that's Weinstein what, yeah. was doing and like exploiting like actors and stuff like that. Bro,
1: that's, like, that, that's behind closed doors. That's because those sick fucks they run Hollywood.
0: Yeah, but same what... So no, what I
2: was talking so about, so bro. Do you, not, do you not remember that interview that Tarantino had with that... Who's that Channel 4 guy? That Brownfield
0: is. No, uh, no, 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 uh, not Jon uh, Snow. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, do you uh, know what I
2: mean? Uh, and he was, was getting I onto Tarantino and he was just like, oh, do you don't you think that your movies incite violence, and incite violence? Like, it's, it's a common debate. He's being interviewed It was racism,
0: wasn't it? Because was, he was using the I don't think anyway, you know, it was violence. Indeed. I think
2: he was pressing... Was it Gran Torino? Might have been. About to do a Gran Torino? No, no, it happened? was bro. It was after, um, it was after Django. Because so, don't you think your movie incites oh. violence? Because there's a lot of violence in it. And then he started asking him views on like movies and violence. Don't you think it causes violence in real life and stuff?
0: Yeah, I've got it up here actually. Yeah, he was, uh... yeah, it, yeah. It, it is about violence, K P. Yeah, you're right.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like people can argue movies and stuff. Like movies, GTA, Call of Duty, all this stuff involves violence. But we're smart enough to look at that and be like, all right, this is a game. This is just a movie. That's not real life. And we can detach. Every, the same thing applies to it. porn. I can look at porn and be like, all right, that that's mad or, X, X or whatever it is. But that's porn. And I can separate it. I know what real life is. If the problem comes when people can't detach it and they that influences them or they think that's reality. That's what the whole thing is in a nutshell, in my mind. If anything, this isn't a question and a problem for the entertainment industry, being porn, movies, video games, whatever it may be. I think it's more to do with the person. like. Remember that guy? Society, who, yeah. Yeah, remember, remember that, remember that sicko who? Um,
0: yeah, yeah, the guy who went to a movie theater dressed as the the Joker from Batman and went on a um a sort of killing spree in the in the theater, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Because
2: he was generally that engrossed in the film and he just like went nuts and started shooting people dressed as like the Joker or whatever it was. That's what I mean. It's not it's not the movie industry's fault. Millions of people have seen the movie. One guy was nuts. It was his fault. Do you know what I mean? So mm. is it, I think the onus is probably on society and making sure people are aware of like how to really act x y z. It's not the porn industry or movie industry or video game industry like real responsibility in no, all honesty
0: your opinions then is porn is pornography harmful uh
2: pornography can be harmful if you're not able to detach detach yourself from what is
0: But i yes or no bro uh yeah,
2: yeah of course, yeah yeah of course
0: yeah Josh what are you saying?
2: saying yeah it's,
0: it's harmful yeah I agree yeah pornography can can definitely be harmful um do you remember Josh had, a, had an Excel file, KP? Yeah, Josh had a word doc, bro. Whoa, famous word no doc.
1: No way. No way did I have an Excel file.
0: You had to be a villain. Okay, cool. KP, the, the next question, I know you've got a lot of um a lot of opinions on this and we've definitely discussed this beforehand, KP. Um, So, would you rather have a, a job that you love with a rubbish salary or a job that you hate with a with a really good salary. And it was 55, so on the poll, it was 55% of people said they'd rather have a job that they loved with less money. Uh, And then 45% of people said that they would rather have a job that they hate with more money. Okay, I Uh, think... Opinions? Well, well, bloody hell,
2: steady, mate. This question can, you can give a completely different answer depending on you're saying a job you love with low money, how much is low money because if you're saying let's say the job oh, low trying to
1: do the semantic
2: to to your thinking, to your
1: own understanding bro
2: to your no no, no. Uh, what I'm trying to say to you is if it's like a job that pays a low amount of money uh low as in 28,000 pounds a year you can live on that you can live comfortably you can have a good life or if it's like 11,000 pounds a year we're really struggling paycheck to paycheck there's a big difference bro did you hear what I'm trying to say if it's something i love and i'm get paid 30k a year I, I could probably live with that if it's 11k a year, or I could be earning 100k doing something I hate. I said 100k, so.
0: Which one I say? What 30k a year is not a not a good salary, KP. I said it is, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I hate I I hate what you're saying because it's all about the context of the situation that you find yourself in. But I think the the crux of the question is, where do you place your overall utility? You know, you place it in monetary gain or overall happiness. And does monetary gain lead to overall happiness? You know, it's just sort of an individual thing, isn't it?
2: Firstly, you can't pay your rent with uh, a smile, so you get your peas up. Um, and then, secondly, in all honesty, it, it, it comes down to what you value, right? Like, if you're someone who values money, you want to build X, Y, Z. You want to have X amount of money to allow, allow you to get a house, to house of your dreams, acquire your dreams, build it like a foundation for right family. What's your fucking opinion, then, yeah, then, man? It, bro, it you're, depends you're what you rambling are. If you're someone right, who doesn't you, care about any of that, and you just want to like experience things or do something that's really fulfilling then cool do that but a lot of people aren't like oh, that a lot of people just want to what's
0: your opinion bro what's, what's your opinion what i just You're said doing... what i just said what you saying so in your opinion would you rather do a job that you love for me or personally i'd rather do for, more uh, for money. me
2: i'm speaking for myself i'd rather do a job which i hate and get paid like 10 times more do you know I what because i'll be honest with you because i right now i don't know what why plan. is that though that's because right now i haven't got something which i'm mad passionate about was like, you speak to someone who started their own company, started an app, or started some sort of idea, some sort of business. That's like their child. They're super passionate about that. And they will take that and earn nothing because that, that fulfills them. I, I don't know what that is for me yet. Do you know what I mean, I'm doing a job which I which I really enjoy and, and I learn a lot from and I'm really happy to be doing it and I'm privileged to. But I don't have that crazy fulfillment that someone else would have. Do you, do you hear what I'm saying? That's why I can't say I'll do that. I'd rather just do something and get paid more.
0: So, Josh, I will come to you. But then just to go off what you just said, KP... If the opportunity arose for you to do something that you really, really loved, but for a considerably less amount of money, would you do that then? Yeah, that's great. Like, if, I mean- if
2: I came up with like some crazy app idea and I was head over heels for it, I was like, oh my God, this is going to bang, yeah? I know this can work and I put my heart and soul into it. And then, I know at the beginning, I'll probably be earning nothing. I'll be broke. I'll be on no salary. Sure, I'll quit my job. I'll do it because I have belief in it. And maybe in the long run, I can earn good money from it. I'd do that. But I don't have would that. Would you right. though? I'd 100% do that, but I just don't have that right now. So for me, it's just like, I'd just rather own good money. Oh. Yeah, I
0: feel like a, I feel like a lot of people would probably agree with you. They don't know what their because we're still so young. They don't know what their passion in life is, really, as of yet. Some people do, some people don't. And right now, just being, being out of uni for a couple of years, the main thing is about getting enough money to sort of at least to be able to enjoy yourself. But go on, Josh, what were you going to say, bro? Uh...
1: I'm the opposite to that, man. I would much rather do something that I love. I can wake up every day thinking, you know what? I'm happy with myself purely because one, I've experienced it. And two, on the flip side of what KP said about finding something that, you know, you, you generally, genuinely have an interest in and you think your passion lies within. Like I've found that now, innit? So I've seen both working, uh, doing something and getting good peas, but f***ing hating my life, hating that job, my placement. You, man, know. That I fucking hated that, and I think that man, yeah, yeah. that set pace for my whole. I think that shaped my whole view around nine to fives and etc. And I kind of found out in myself that I'm not the type of person that can work for someone. I'm not the type of person that takes orders, and I, I just work differently in it. So then, obviously, like once I started doing my own thing, bro. In the first, uh, in the first like two to three years, I, I was literally like sub- just about surviving. And now, like it's it's my passion. I've developed it. And I don't, I don't really see. I don't wake up every day thinking, right, I need to make this amount of money, because I love what I do. The money is just a byproduct. In in short, one hundred percent, I would much rather do something that um, I enjoy and get paid less, as opposed to something I can hate and get paid more for. Because sell my soul for this money, I will never do.
2: <laughs> I, I think, yeah. I think, if you ask majority of people our age who are working right now, right. Uh, who are earning good money, whatever. I'm sure there's probably a few that generally hate what they do, like they just can't stand it, and they're just doing it because they need to get, need to pay rent, need to earn a living. But there's a lot of people who don't, you don't really mind it. They're not, they're not like super perf- super fulfilled like what Josh is. But about. it's like, but it's like, it's cool. It's, I don't mind doing it. Like really it's well, my sure. job. I enjoy it. I like it. It's cool. It's that it doesn't fill me with, like mad burning desire. But I, like, I enjoy doing it. It's cool.
0: I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. It just depends on the person. Um, But I agree that not everyone at this age will have found the passion, you know, what they want to put all their time into as a career. For me, I have to lean towards Josh because I can't be waking up every day doing something I hate just for a good salary. It's soul-destroying, man. And for me, that's a personal choice. You know, and that's obviously not to say that sometimes you've got to bite the bullet and do something that you don't like just to secure the bag. Of course. But at the end of the day, if I were to choose... Um, less money to do something I love every day of the week I'm choosing that man of course mm, because it's a it's a luxury and a privilege isn't it to, to do something you love for a lot of money isn't it that's That like that is obviously the dream I think if you ask anyone what well, they want to do something that they love for a lot of money of course 100% 99% of people are going to say I'm going to bite your hand off and be like yeah of course this is exactly that's exactly what I want to do but not everyone's got their luxury do they and you Know the three of us talking now, it's like a would you rather this or that? And yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with with either that it comes down to the person, does not it? In my 100%. opinion,
2: 100%.
0: Okay, cool. So, closing statements, then, boys.
2: Uh, would you want to say just yes or no? Or do you, can I give like a little line on and save myself? Say what you want, man. Do what you want. I think there's no rules. I'll take a job with that pays loads, which I'm not head over heels for until I find something I'm passionate about that's willing for me to earn less and pursue.
0: Very uh, very diplomatic answer to that. you, okay.
2: Qualification by nature. I hear that, <laughs> I hear that.
0: some Rishi Sunak-ton. Uh,
1: yeah, no. <laughs> <For> me, <laughs>
2: big Rish.
1: For me, uh, well, 100%, I'd, I'd rather get paid less and do something I love. I can wake up every day and think, you know what, I'm fucking happy with my life, do you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> nah, I think my, I don't, know, I don't know what happened, I think my thing just... Josh, like what network. were
2: you about to say before you joined back?
0: Yeah, what were you about to say, Josh?
1: Bro, I was about to say you about bust us some peas, in you know, I got us up out <laughs> after hours and shit. Do
2: yeah. like, i doing, OT, bro. overtime. time. But
1: listen, F-ing, you know, like the ending of last bit. Yeah, cut all that and then ask what you're gonna do again now.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. wheel it, wheel it. Wait, let me
1: act surprised. Because yeah, because what? Lost, <laughs> I've lost my Never train of thought. Never heard before. this before. Bad. I've lost my train
0: of thought. All right, so the audio cut and then Josh, wait, what? Wait, what? Were we talking about just then? Did you be- I think you said,
1: "Well, oh, come get this D, man." now nah, show me poor. I want to see it,
2: bro. you got a mystery cop bro no one's seen that before bro even gal yo Josh your just, did bro. Shush.
0: nah Josh rah KP's <laughs> actually provoked he's nah, been I provoked
2: can't. say that when you see me bro say that when you see me in a flesh I can as if I want to tump you up bruv just <laughs>
1: God, I, what you think because you live too too rich listen you're forgetting your fucking pigeon, bro. <laughs> you're gonna pigeon shut up now. man shut where's,
0: up, all this, bro. Uh, where's all this where's all this deep rooted hatred for each other stemming from bro, bro I hate, bro, I hate pigeons I hate
1: pigeons
2: I hate pizza. I hate rats bro this guy's a little weasel bro <laughs> you're fucking you're a rocha, man you're a rata.
0: weasel bro that's what you're, you're like, a rat a weasel <laughs> so the question is is gender neutral parenting harmful to a child's development and the the poll results said 61% of people said yes and 39% of people said no so just to get this out of the way, I'm very aware this can be seen as a very controversial question. And just as a little disclaimer before we do get into it, because I feel perhaps on my end, when I did put the question out, I think using the word harmful or attaching that sort of negativity towards gender gender neutral parenting as a whole um, probably wasn't the best use of terminology. Um, because I don't think the people that were saying, yes, this is harmful, are in any way transphobic or anything of the sort. You know, we're just discussing whether this can... Uh, whether this parenting style can be harmful to a child's development.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's a Go on I, I'll be honest with you. For this one, I I don't even know, you know, because I I can see arguments for and against, but I don't even know the clear-cut answer is in this. some you could see some parties arguing saying, oh, if you if you don't steer them in one direction, the kid could be confused. But then you can say if you steer them in one direction and that's not their direction, you confuse them even more. Like do, do you know what I mean, it's such a sticky one, man. This is this question really. I'm on the you Yeah. I really don't even know the answer to this to be honest with
0: you. It's obviously a great idea because you're trying to enforce this in children and create a more accepting society for people who don't fit this social construct of gender norms. Of course it's great because you're combating these stereotypes. But then this is where I think the common sense factor comes into play. You know, I'm I'm a very strong believer in liberal and progressive ideas and um maintaining that ideology, but then there has to be a time where common sense comes into the equation, and you have to think um logistically um because we live in a society where of course it can hurt child's development you know you think sending a gender neutral child to 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 u k schools for instance you know children are mean man they're gonna pick they're it up they're
1: gonna on. get roasted
0: this is what I'm saying like like your your child could be ostracized. Again, I'm not an expert. I'm just saying it as I see it. You know, of course, in an ideal world, it's great because you're allowing your child to express themselves against the norms of society. Who cares if your boy wears a, if your boy, if your child wears a, wait, wear, is wearing pink or blue? Like, it doesn't like. Does any of that really matter in the grand scheme of things? No, of course not. But kids, as well, gender forms a massive part of their identity as a, as a, um, you know, as they're growing up and there's an argument of course that you could be denying them of that but then again on the other side of it should you be enforcing something on your child that they don't fit into i know I'm one logging at the minute and i don't see there being a right or wrong answer um i don't personally have a problem with it i'm just saying that it could potentially lead to negative uh social effects to a child you know of course children aren't as switched on as adults to be understanding and be um, and be accepting you then might argue that all children should then be raised as gender neutral, and then you completely remove that issue. But then again, you're throwing out any social norm that our society is built on, which again is wrong in my opinion. Um, because again, you know, parents are there to guide their children. There's no one size fits all um, parenting style in that case necessarily. And yeah, KP, I completely agree with you, mate. Like, it's a very, I can see both sort of sides of the of of the argument, and there's no real one right answer Um, I don't know man hopefully I don't get cancelled for any of that but
1: yeah I'd agree with you man again like I'm not I'm not too clued up on this whole um, argument and uh, school Mm. of thought but I don't think it's a techie one I think the reason why people think it's a techie one is because like you said if you if you have some sort of view you'll get ostracised like if you think cool it's like in my instance there's only two genders that you're born with whatever happens after that that's what happens but if you do deviate from that you automatically people are going to harass you and say you're you're a so-and-so phobic you're a transphobic you're a dysphobic you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so those those opinions automatically get um neglected so it's not a techie one it's just a it's a censored one man i I agree with you man i agree with you i Mm -hmm. think you've, you've You've summed it up in the most perfect way, man, without without getting cancelled.
0: <laughs> if I get if I get if I get cancelled for this, then f***ing hell I'm like, nah, what gonna come to.
1: Bro, we're writing in the streets we're rioting <laughs> in the streets.
0: KB, what are you saying?
2: Yeah, I agree with both. Man people. Man so, tried to take the
0: man's... diplomatic
1: one.
2: No, man, no, no, honestly, but I, I don't I don't even know, I don't even know the answer to this. And I think I think as we got older, and because I feel like we're at the transition phase right now, right? Where back in the day when we were growing up were, this wasn't even a question or even a debate, right, about gender neutral parenting or whatever it was. It was just, that was how it was, black and white. Now we're, we're in the transition phase where this is becoming a debate, it's becoming a change. So we're going to see the style of parenting change and it's going to go on.
1: My question to you is having you having said that, when it comes to you having kids, would you feel pressured by a society to raise your kids gender neutral or would you stick to your own beliefs, which are? currently what they are
2: i think by the time comes around to me having kids which by the way is a long 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 way away yeah i don't know because realistically but I'm, i'm a dad and i uh, there may be like mad studies out saying oh there's strong benefits of raising your kid gender neutral when times might change i don't know bro like do you know what i mean times could be, be okay, so so i don't even
0: know bro like do you know what i mean um kp you got a new job some I'm oh. babysitting your drink. <laughs> <laughs>
2: See you, bro. See this. this I've been drinking since f***ing 2pm, bro.
0: Ooh, I'm so hard. <laughs> All right, mate. You enjoy yourself. Um, okay, cool. Next question, or motion to debate, rather, was sent in by a listener, and we'll keep them anonymous, but the statement goes something along the lines of this. Informative Instagram posts are useless as they just lead to virtue signalling. They don't benefit society at all in the grand scheme of things, and the poll results were 48% agreed with this and 52% of people disagreed with this.
2: Who is that person? Single Mark.
0: I, I can't say. I can't say who that was. KP, come on, It's this? It's uh, it
2: GDPR head? regulations, bro. Yeah, you know. That's
0: what I'm saying it's listener. A, um, it's the you know confidentiality. I mean, view
2: of, view of confidentiality, you right? Exactly.
0: exactly. There you go. Bro, uh, you're viewer,
1: to, yeah. bro, you're gonna have to dumb that question down for me, man. What does that actually mean?
0: You know, the informative Instagram post that we're talking about are the. You know, I mean, it's all over the place. You open up your Instagram now and you will I'm sure you'll see some examples of it. Um, but, you know, and I've reposted some for sure, but, you know, they're the trendy, arty, colourful, Instagrammy, um, 10 things men can do to help women or 10 things that there are, you know, 10 signs of gaslighting in the office, you know, what can you do to help raise them? Those sort of Instagram posts, you know, that whole area of content on social media, rather, you know, is it all useless or does it actually lead to any significant change in society? Bro,
2: we 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 have um, we've had we loads had of debates chat about, about this, haven't it? Yeah, we've yeah. had loads of debates about this. I we've think. had
0: yeah, we've had plenty of you debates know, about this, but none of them have been recorded. So can yeah. we?
2: Uh, Did I say that's my answer? We spoke about it before. Next, what I'm going <laughs> to say is, and uh, we've spoken about this loads before, and I think my views mm. on this have changed. I think the way I land on this is.
0: Sorry, Kepi. What were your views originally and, and how how have they sort of uh, evolved? At if, if first, don't mind going at into
2: first to be honest with you, I used to, I used to look at, um, all right, someone out of the blue just put up a black square and I'm just like, okay, well, what, what is this really doing? Like, how is this helping the greater good or anything, right? And I, I, didn't, I didn't really get the main benefit. because so I compare that to if, if person A puts up a black square and nothing else, it's like, okay, well, how's that really helping anything? Or do you have person B who puts up a post saying, uh, five things you could do to help elm and it's like really informative and so like, okay this can actually contribute i used to look at informative posts I and mean, that's a value add and it's the black square i used to that's pointless that's i didn't really get it i was like why are people doing this like what, what is really showing but i think after I speaking to everyone i think i realized that fundamentally raising awareness has no downside to it whatsoever like it, it can do no bad it can only do good if someone put in a black square and 100,000 people see it and it changes their view on things. amazing or if one person sees it then amazing if zero then calm it's not taking anything away do you see what I'm saying it it essentially can do no harm in my view um, if it it comes to that it can only there's only an upside from it so you're
0: saying um, I I will let you interject Josh so what you're saying then KP is that you're saying that uh, informative Instagram posts aren't useless and they do actually benefit society in the grand scheme of things
2: yeah I think they can't do any harm like you said, any awareness is good awareness. So, mm. calm. but the level of value add these posts have—that's why I think it's subjective. If you have someone who's put a black square and that's it, and nothing else, and then you have someone else who's saying that right now there's a, a new new thing currently in the in the news is that like Asian hate right. There's been loads of like Asian hate crimes. Someone put a post saying five things you can do to help Asian hate crimes. Or when Sarah Everard died, it's like five things g- females and males can do to help X Y Z. Those posts are really formative. And I think those have strong value add by putting up just like a black square or a flower or something. Those are some value add, maybe, but probably less so than the formative ones, in my view.
1: I hear you. I think I agree with the fact that it can be no, there can only be uh, benefits gained from it. As in, you're not taking anything away from whatever awareness you're raising, yeah? But you see where my problem lies, isn't it? You can call me a cynic or whatnot, but. I think that people have built their these personas on in, on. Let's take Instagram for example. Yeah, it's literally as crude as it is, though. But I I feel as if people majority of the people post these kind post these in, informative things to keep up appearances. For example, farmers' protests, which is still going on, by the way. Um, yeah. it's like the the things they're posting about it. Cool, you're you're raising awareness, but that that awareness is doing nothing, mate. You can realistically cool. you can uh, sign petitions and whatnot. It's doing nothing. How are you benefiting those people on the front lines? The people that are live in the flesh on the front lines, they say uh, in, in Delhi, for example, we're taking the farmer's protest as an example, right? How are you benefiting them by saying, oh, by the way, you know it's still going on? You putting up something saying that, oh, um, by the way, um, your food that you eat today comes from so-and-so and the farmers are doing this and etc. People read it, they don't care. How many things do you realistically scroll through on Instagram and just ignore? Like, it's it's here today, gone tomorrow.
0: So that's virtue, virtue signaling, isn't it? Yeah,
1: for sure, it is. So I would agree, in not, in, in short, it is virtue signaling, but I agree with the fact that it, you're not taking anything away from
0: it. Okay, what I will say then, just to round both your points up, so Sakepa, you're basically saying that there's no real downside to people are posting these informative posts on Instagram or whatever form of social media that you do have, right? You're saying that there's no downside. And Josh, you're saying that, um, yeah, you sort of do agree with that, but at the same time, um, there are people, and I agree with that, there are definitely people yeah, out yeah, there I that do that, jump indeed. on trends and jump on the bandwagon and see, um, they jump on Instagram a day or on, on any specific day and see, oh, everyone's posting about uh, women's rights or everyone's posting about the farmers' protest, or everyone's posting about uh, BLM, whatever it might be. Surely those people... So going back to your your point KP saying that there's no real downside and I do agree with you mate but then detractors on the other side will, will say do you then think that these people who are jumping on these trends and who are just posting for the sake of posting is there then an argument and to be fair I've listened to this argument first hand but are you sort of diluting the importance and the and the overall gravitas of this societal issue, because if anyone and everyone is just whacking something on Instagram, the the novelty of this message becomes lost. Do you see what I'm trying to say?
2: But my question, my question too, is is like you're saying you're diluting it, or there's a downside. What is that downside? If you see what I'm saying, like for example, uh, for, for example, if you, if you take what's uh, what's good on, farmers' protest, right? It's not mainstream media, and the the goal is right now, well, has been let's get this at the forefront of everywhere, let's make this news, let's make this headline news. And the way you do that is by sharing it like crazy. If you take, for example, one of these Love Island influencers celebs shirt, if one of them repost it, in all honesty, they probably couldn't care less about this form of protest. But have they taken away from it? No, because they've just put it a bit more on a platform, more people have seen it, and maybe they're getting a bit more traction. So it's like, if, you, if your goal is awareness, then there is no downside to it.
1: I think, yeah, uh, cool. There's a in between... Ultimately, the the goal out of raising awareness is to ha- is to make a change on some sort of level, right? You don't just make a, you don't just raise awareness for for the piss of it. You raise awareness for the what for the to, piss of it. Yeah, is that saying you don't? I just I just coined it now, bro. Circa twenty twenty one. You know them, <laughs> but um, yeah, you don't you don't just raise uh, raise. You don't just raise awareness for something for the n- willy nilly of it you raise awareness to change something where my, I wouldn't say it's your problem, but where I like raise an eyebrow is like, cool, you're raising awareness, but what, what impact, what change are you actually doing? Mm. There's a fine line between raising awareness and action and actionable change.
2: Yeah. But my whole, my kind of to that would just be, if your goal is to raise awareness, then more black squares are better then no. Raise one,
1: awareness for what? Black people are still suffering, the farmers are still protesting, bills haven't been repelled, uh women still aren't feeling safe. Nothing is being changed fundamentally. People yeah, that's are just keeping up appearances.
0: So I think what the whole argument is about, uh I mean, of course, informative Instagram, social media posts, whatever, of course it raised awareness. There's no doubting that. Because it's a multiplier effect. You know, if one person shares something with another person or with their followers and so on and so on, more people will become aware of that. I think what the question is, you know, what is the real goal of these Instagram posts? If it's to raise awareness, then of course, the three of us can sit here and agree that, yes, informative Instagram points, uh, posts sorry, raise awareness, which is a good thing. But then the sceptics and the cynics will argue that, is this enough? Is just awareness enough? we're aware of these problems in society, but has any of this reposting actually led to any change? And of course, I'm, you know, being the mediator here um, in a way, um, and, you know, I'm trying to articulate the other side of the coin, but, you know, if there hasn't been any evident changes in society as a result of informative Instagram posts, then isn't it all just useless? You know, again, this isn't necessarily my viewpoint. I'm just trying to give you the other side of the coin, but, you know.
2: I think there's two parts. Firstly, A, you can't, you can't measure change, right? It's more of like a gut feel and norm, right? Like you, how how, do, how can you how can you how can you measure change? And B, it's just like you're you're saying, oh, these posts have no uh, raising awareness. There's nothing. I completely disagree. Like Sarah Everard is such a prime example. When when that tragedy happened, there's so many posts came up saying five things males can do to make females feel safer. There's some things on there which I didn't think like. For example, uh, crossing the road uh, what, instead of overtaking someone or if you're next to someone on a dark road, speak loud on the phone. These are things which can make change. And I'm sure there's loads of people in the country that saw this and were like, oh, wow, I didn't even think about it. Okay, cool. And they'll note that that's changed. Now. To
0: be fair, man, I think this is actually one of the few where like a, one, like a whole social media movement or whatever you want to call it has sort of led to something positive. I know um, misogyny is going to be uh, deemed as a hate crime from from the autumn. But um sorry, yeah, go on.
1: Have you implemented any of those changes? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. What changes have you implemented? Okay, no, I can I, I remember, I remember reading. I remember
2: reading pages of like these Instagram posts of like people have submitted in got things guys can do to make people safer. All of this I'm stuff. Up,
1: what have you implemented in your life that that you've read from these posts?
2: Like for example, one thing one said is like, oh, everyone's wearing masks these days. As soon as you're in public or like walking on the road or something, take your mask off. Just like, because if you don't need to wear it or something, just so they can see your face or something, it makes someone feel, feel safer. Or, or just crossing yeah. the road and you're walking late at night or something. Do you know what I mean? Things like that, little things.
0: It comes down to cause and effect, you know. If the action, which we can all agree is so strong, and sometimes, and at times, it can be very overwhelming for people, surely that should lead to a proportional reaction. And some people can argue that we just don't see that proportional reaction.
1: In the grand scheme of things, it is because there are no end results. Whether you can measure it or not, if there, is, if there is any measure of a result, surely you'll be able to measure it or witness it. Be like, you know what, there is some sort of change there. The whole example I'm going to use now is BLM. From from when that whole uh, movement started in the summer, what has truly changed? Nothing. We are back at square one. Nothing has changed.
2: Yeah, but one count I'll give to that is... Uh... I agree with you. There hasn't been a significant change, right? Um, and there has. What's a-, a significant
0: change in your mind, though?
2: As in, like a massive change in terms of like any change. Uh, there's been no change. No, but like, do you know what I mean, there's, there's like a really change, issue. though um you can you can look at a number of black people who stopped for police searches you can look at the number of black people hired in corporate not. companies all of these like do you know I mean so, there are some things you can't measure and if you look at all these metrics realistically for when blm's kicked off a year ago to now they probably haven't drastically changed And that's probably a because it takes time for change to really kick in and b is like are these the measures you're looking at the point i was going to say was like George are saying george since blm's kicked off, nothing's happened i kind of disagree with that because there's small small things in the background like when blm kicks off um, and all that entire movement—it was—it was everywhere. We had a—we had a call out work about this, like, and there are loads of companies out there that have in, looked at their hiring policy, made initiatives to uh, hire people from BAME, etc., etc. And these are slow, 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 gradual. And you don't only see this in years down the line where these people are hired, X, Y, Z. It's slow change. It gets the ball rolling. It might not be at the strong pace that we all want it to be, and that's why we've got to keep on pushing and do what you can in any aspect. But it's you, slow and gradual. Do you I mean,
0: bro? Again, purely being devil's uh, advocate. Could that be viewed as virtue signalling? Like, is that performative? You know, jumping on a social movement?
2: They can't win. So say if, say if a company decides to have, um, they decide to have a company-wide call post when BLM was taken off, you can look at that and say, oh, you're only doing this because BLM's top call now. Where were you before? They don't do, if they don't have the call, then you'll be like, oh, you don't do anything for BLM. You don't have any call. They're damned if they do, damned if they don't. Like, where do, what do you want them to do? Like, a yeah, lot of companies, is. realistically, historically, probably didn't have any initiatives, didn't really care about any of this. BLM's kicked off and they're like probably looked at their own policies and so like Rob we probably should be making a bit more of an effort we probably should be doing more and that's why they start kicking off right cool they're, they're late to the party but at least they got here no bro, it's here,
1: would you it's want here them to do that I
2: don't to understand what kind of answer you sort it, of want them to do today gone tomorrow it's so no, but, it is but you can't that. say that because you don't really know what they're doing though, do you know what I mean like they have it there's is. so many companies bro, that have introduced like keeping
1: BAME bro, initiatives etc
2: etc et on the back of BLM do you see this whole thing this whole thing about BAME and
1: diversity. It's bullshitting itself. Why why are uh, all these minorities being singled out? Surely, if everything was all uh, handy-dandy, they should be a part of the conversation regardless. Why is there a separate conversation being created about these type of people?
2: But that's how. Do you know what these BAME initiatives are? They're basically saying um, at yeah, the general, no, like definitely. graduate hires, for example, what percentage of them are BAME and what percentage of them are not. And now yeah, this is it. now this is really in focus. Because do you think 10, 15 years ago, anyone asked, "Oh, how many brown people have you got in your in your It's hiring in focus board? because no has cared, to be. But but now it's a focus because it should have been because years Because they have ago. to look good. You, you see it as them keeping up appearances, or it could just be they, they realise where they've had fault historically, and now they're trying to correct their ways, you No, know? So what do you want them to do? Just carry on hiring blindly and ends up in a biased pool and then no one cares? Like it's just, do you I do I mean? hear that. No, no, I do hear Because how do you want change well, then? If you don't want the 30 years ago, it was a completely different story. Should
0: someone get a job just to meet quotas based on their ethnicity, gender or sexual orientation, though? Like they have the, if they don't
2: have the qualification or the skill for any job, regardless of race, no one should get the job. I don't think anyone should be awarded the job because of their race. That doesn't even make but sense in you, itself.
0: But do you think that people are being being uh, given jobs in order to meet these diversity quotas? No. Like, exactly. are these jobs are these jobs being taken away from other people that are more qualified? But because I've got, but because I've got fifteen people in my team, I've already hired ten people that match everything that we've had before, and I need five people of. I need I need five more people. Two people need to be black. Two more women, and I need to get another Asian person into my team. Is that surely surely there comes a point where these companies and stuff that are trying to be inclusive get to a no, point where okay. I cool? I need to meet these I need to meet these quotas, so I need to just hire the best of the people that are um, that meet these sort of uh, demographics. But in the but in, in an ideal world, I'd just be hiring the fifteen top people in this particular field, and. Who cares if if women are not being represented here or if there's no black people in there or if there's no Asian people in there?
2: No, I completely, completely completely disagree with that. I don't think anyone would ever be awarded a job uh, because, say if you've got two people...
0: But do you accept that there's there's a possibility that that situation could arise? Surely... Because if you've got 15 people that you need to hire for a team, you've hired 10 people that are, let's say, let's say, for argument's sake, uh, 10, uh, 10 white young, young males that have all been to private schools and you've got five more people that you need to have in your team. The top 15 people of that age group or, or of that sort of selection process could all be um, white private school educated males. But because you've got to fit these quotas you're going to hire, you're going to dip a little bit lower and you're going to hire someone from these unrepresented demographics because you've been told to follow a scheme.
2: I don't know um, how HR works. Right? Like I don't, I'm not learning the mechanics of it. I don't think it's as strict as quota that like we have to have X percentage. I think it's just more keep an eye on it. I don't think they set X goals. Like, all right, X, X percentage has to
1: be... Do. Bro, I think, I, I think you're being naive. In
2: thinking no, I'm that not being naive. Companies- I just The way of view is just like if for any company, regardless of this whole being biodiversity thing. But no one's ever going to award someone a job because... They're lower skilled, but they take the diversity box and we will give them a job. I think that's completely wrong. And I think that's so degrading and so harmful because when people form that narrative, people will look at brown people and they will look at uh, females or whatever it may be and look at them and say, oh, I bet you're not even great at the job. You only got a job because of diversity. Do you know how toxic that is? I've heard people say that about um, people from ethnic minorities and stuff. And being a minority in a workplace, I think that narrative is so, so toxic and so harmful. I don't think that's the case at all.
0: Yeah, I hear what you're you're both saying and... um... You know, just to just to bring it back because I feel like you have both um, given your points fairly well. But yeah, I mean, obviously, the the question was about uh, Instagram, and does any of this? How do we end up? Is, is it? What's
2: going
1: on? So this what happens, bro? Look, look at this bottle of Merlot. It's done. <laughs> it's done.
0: But yeah, just to just to sort of round this off, then, um, what are you boys saying, and whether you agree or disagree with this particular quote? So, informative Instagram posts are useless. They just lead to virtue signaling. They don't benefit society at all in the grand scheme of things. Do you Do you guys agree or disagree with that?
1: I agree. People have oh, different experiences. Um, what kind of a host has to go onto his bloody phone and get?
0: Questions? Honestly, bro, I, bro, you got one bro, job, I, my guy. You got
2: one job. This is your job,
0: you... I forgot to I forgot to write this one down. But okay, so so the question the question is, once you've settled down with a partner. Will you have separate beds to sleep in? 80% of people said no. 20% of people said yes. I had a few messages from people saying that. The people that are saying yes, we will have separate beds are weird. Uh, oh, nuts you, or whatever. What are you boys saying?
1: I voted no. Like, I think you should, you should have your own spaces and that. But yeah.
0: now you're I saying yes? No. No.
1: When, no, 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 no. no, no, no. You, no, no. Wait, yeah, Josh, you voted. Yeah, I voted. Exposure, it. Expose
0: so I expose said, this guy. yeah,
1: no, no, you're not even exposing me. I said, yeah, cool, we should have our separate <laughs> beds. I said we should have our separate beds. When have I, when what did you say? I said this? Balcony fire conversation that I said, yeah, I said, Let no, me fact we should have it. bro. Check it Let right me now. Fact check the, this guy. Check the statistics.
0: Okay, Josh. To be fair, yeah, you did say.
1: I said no. Uh, I said we should have our separate beds. Yeah.
0: Come. How are you doing? How are you doing a whole hundred and eighty reviews again, George? Do you know what it is? I can't take your word. George, bro, take your you know what it is, bro. you're, 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 you're missing a Mr. U-turn, bro, honestly. No, do you know what it is, bro? You're dilly
1: dally I dog. Something How
0: can anyone how can, can anyone think you think what you say is credible anyway. No, seriously? Kind of literally head, for, literally, Actually, literally yeah, for every time, question. No, you are you're, sure. some. you're some KP, in, even in the first uh, talking question, Jeff, yeah, this guy did the exact same thing. Every single question, he'd come in. Ferociously be like yeah, 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 no, 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 I agree with this. Actually, no wait a second. no, 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 I'm completely yeah. gonna go through a YouTube okay, go cool. back in it.
1: So what? Can't can't I uh can't I rethink my thoughts and be like, you know what, this is wrong. Let me let me reevaluate.
0: Nah, you can, but as in like so you're jumping shush. into every question. Shush. You're jumping into every question, like nah, ah, nah, 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 it's I'm like joking.
1: this. I I stick to my original. Um,
0: so you've done another YouTube. <laughs> oh my god,
1: you don't know I mean? <laughs> because because right sleeping with the same person like for me now, isn't it, bro? I don't I I don't like sharing my bed with anyone. Bro, you
2: got no one to share it with, bro. Chatting about it. it's not a choice, bro. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, like whoever I just don't like sharing. Sometimes you just want to spread out, you know, far and do your own thing and whatnot.
2: <laughs> bro, the you know, people will be listening to this and no one wants to jump in your bed, bro. Man said, bed for the fuck,
1: Shit, bro. I'm not, I'm not I'm not using this to fucking pick up things whereas you trying to be better politically correct and shit, you know? <laughs> Let your fucking hair down, man. Looking listen, at that, he's going to listen to this and be yeah, like, oh, Kandi, can it's, you come to the office, sooner, always. We didn't really
2: like what you were saying. Some joke. Okay,
0: know. all right. KP, what are you
2: saying? Um, I think...
0: Are you having separate beds or what?
2: My my immediate instinct is, oh, like, when you're living with someone, when you're a couple, like, you have one bed. But I've got a mate here, and he's in this exact situation. He lives with this girl, and they've got two bedrooms. And at first, I was like, that's, that's not nice. Who's your mate? Yeah. Um, I shut him out. Big a- bro. Like, I'm sure he... Man said...
0: Yeah how, how has he just said that he he No 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 I like, tell you I tell you why yeah Like he's not our mate like as well Like he's not our boy as
2: all
0: I've not known that guy for like f- true, 10 true. years fair enough
2: yeah I guess you know
0: still like I've got a mate yeah. I've got a mate bro and what I used to have a mate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, tell you right, cool.
2: so, so he was story, like man. so he comes to me and he's like, Look, I'm uh, moving on my girl, we're we'll getting two bedrooms and I was like, That's nuts. Like, why, why would anyone do that for a couple would just have one blast and crazy? But he was like, Look, she works till like six, seven, eight in the evening. He can sometimes work till two, three in the morning doing crazy like and then he's like, Look, if she goes to bed at like 10, 11, 12 whatever it is, I don't wanna then Sneak into bed at like 3am and disturb her. That's just an inconvenience. Like, and I make so no much. Pra- it that makes so much practical sense. And that's a bro, great bro, idea. I the
1: practicalities man. You see, no, but is to-
2: that is that not a great <laughs> idea? If I was in this nah, listen, bro, that's a great listen,
1: idea. Church, <laughs> see, I'm doing another U-turn. I'm doing another U-turn. Oh my answer. Now nah, listen, my answer on the poll was a was a bad thing isn't it, but well and truly, no one wants to f- sleep in separate beds with their missus. Let's be real. Let's be real. No one wants or their order, Mr. No one wants to sleep in separate beds. How no matter how much of an inconvenience or whatever, bro, if I'm if I'm with my let's say a wife here, bro, I don't give a shit. I'm jumping into that bed. If I'm drunk, she's sober, vice versa. I'm going to piss her off. She's going to piss me off. We're going to disturb each other's sleep. I want a nice little cuddle. She might want a nice little cuddle. It is what it is. <laughs> what are
2: you on about? What is this guy talking about, bro? Where is this going?
1: <laughs> what do you mean where is it going? I'm telling you this is why I want to sleep in the same bed as my missus, which is why I'm saying I wouldn't want to sleep in a separate bed.
0: I like my, I like, I like time to myself. I like jumping into bed. Maybe watching a little bit of YouTube, doing you like a late night in, pod.
1: Do you like getting into f- in bed and, wh- in and you degenerate. <laughs> That's
0: you, like you. No, but, no, but Listen, what I'm saying to you is, yeah, for me, yeah, for me, yes, honeymoon phase and like when you first start seeing someone and like you go over to theirs or they go over to yours, whatever, of course, yeah, sleeping in the same bed is fine. It's cool. The question is, once you're settled, once you're living in a gaff together, once they're your partner, you're telling me every single day you're going to be sleeping in the same bed with them. Bro, I need my own space, man. I need my own space, bro. Like, I'm. don't get it wrong. We'll have three bedrooms, yeah. We'll have three bedrooms. One like oh, is a like a mutual one. one. Yeah. One's a shared one, like you know. Whenever bro, we how jump, much money we jump have you jump and jump you
2: get a bedroom just for whatever you've had. That's free bedroom. That, bro,
1: the peas are, like
2: the the are up.
0: True, 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 very true, bro. True, true, true. The
2: am are you. up.
0: No, nah, like or like, we'll have two separate bedrooms. She can come over. I can go over. Sleepover ones. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, what with your wife? You living in a separate house? Oh, okay, no, fun I get you, get you. Yeah, you know
0: what no I'm saying. Like, don't get twisted. I love, like, I love, like the. Uh, like I like sharing, this is a weird question man. I like like obviously I like sharing beds with people um, if I'm seeing them or whatever but for the rest of for every single day for the rest of my life I'd like to have the option to not have to sleep sleep next to someone every single day is that is that is that bad I don't know yeah 100
1: that's why I'm, that's that's the reason for my original answer
0: I've shared a bed with both of you as well like uh <laughs> Best night of your life, mate. <laughs> I said like we've like we've. I like, can't sh- Our
1: bear, our bear hate sleeping with you, you know. You are You snort sort bad. Of you awesome snores.
0: No, yeah, nah, okay, wait, hold on. I'll tell guy. you as long why. As
2: long as, I, as long as I knock out before, <laughs> I'll tell you why. Then calm. But if you're, back, what? you this knock out first, is... and I got hearing news. So I'm tracked to Don. I'm tracked Even, up. even, on, even
1: on, if, if you knock out first, this Tyrannosaurus Rex will wake you up, bro. I'm telling you. the most... In my defense.
0: In my defence, alright, fuck hell, in my defence, we've only shared beds when we've all been blackout drunk. And of course, if I'm blackout drunk, I'm having a little snore. It's nothing wrong with that. No, as they're
1: in no in the snoring be and sound
2: like a tractor, bro. You sound <laughs> like you're oh some my JBL
1: God. tractor, bro, some <laughs> plowing don, bro. I'm on nah, you are you are a fucking <laughs> nightmare. Uh, but, but,
0: it ain't even for me, it's not even about them. It's about me. Like I'll sometimes just want a bed to myself, bro. I don't really, to be fair, this is going to sound mad, but I don't really, I don't really give a shit If they, if they, if they, if I'm going to disturb them, like, sometimes I just want to have a little kip to myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it depends old, how pang how, how is it, right? Like one of the peng things, how how pang is it, right? You've, uh, you've just changed your sheets, fresh sheets, fresh sheets, like crisp, smell like lavender. You just had a pang shower, a little bath, little one of them, and you jump into bed, fully nude, no pyjamas, no boxers, nothing. Pang! I'm 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 loving that. I want to do that. That is one of life's pleasures, mate. For sure, moisturised skin, fresh sheets. Oh, oh f-ing hell. Gosh. mate. Right, so that's the end of this week's podcast, everyone. Uh, well done to the people that are still listening for making it this far. Because I'm just checking the time stamp now, and we're coming up to an hour, which means this is going to be the longest one yet um so yeah hopefully you enjoyed that you know none of us are experts so take what we say with a pinch of salt and let us know your thoughts um uh, make sure you keep on telling people about the podcast keep spreading it everywhere you go and and yeah thanks boys see you oh, bye you lot then
2: see you on, mate. See you goodbye, man. in a
0: bit <laughs> yeah um well i've been your host del guna and i shall see you next week goodbye